0: in the name of Allah most beneficent most merciful and may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon the final messenger Muhammad and all those who follow in his footsteps okay, a reminder first to myself and then to the rest of you I remind that we need from time to time and especially uh, you know this time of year when temperatures soar when you know we start perspiring a great deal and everywhere that we look outside we see a lot of skin. I think you would catch my drift. Living in this type of a society this is a problem actually throughout the year, where people are indecently dressed and that problem actually extends to our homes with the television that we have discussed previously so I don't want to deal with that right now but I'm speaking about some practical aspects of what we see every day, and especially in the summertime, where the people actually take pride in walking around practically naked. You may know that this year, the micro mini is in. I mean, it's not only a mini skirt, but a micro mini. So in other words, huh, just enough to practically cover the private part, and that's about the extent of it. It is a great, great calamity and if we are not careful, if we do not follow the guidelines set out for us by Allah and His Messenger it could lead to a great deal of corruption. It could lead to a lot of evil consequences for ourselves and perhaps for our household we may be in a position where we lose many of our youth as unfortunately has already happened. I don't have to tell you about the number of youth that we have today, both boys and girls who unfortunately are involved with someone I mean intimately. This is a big problem in our community. How often we get these issues? So what is the guidance of the Prophet What is the guidance of Allah in this regard? It is for us, na'at, for us to lower our gaze. As difficult as it may sound, as impossible as it may sound, except that you know something, Allah did not restrict this command to a particular region in the world. He did not restrict it to the Muslim world. This command is to the believing men and women, wherever they may be. For us to make certain that our eyes do not fall upon that which displeases Allah Azza wa Jalla. Now, again, we have to be practical. Where we are living, is it possible that in a second will go by when we're outside? Leave alone a minute. When our eyes may not fall upon something which we know is not lawful for us to look at, let's face it. Just about every moment you're going to be bombarded with such things. But you know, even then we have to obey Allah Azza wa and His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Just because your eyes mistakenly fall on something, accidentally fall on something, it doesn't mean you have to continue looking. You don't have to keep talking, turn away, look down, close your eyes, do what you have to do. Remember that everything that you are looking at, it is being recorded. Remember that Allahu Azza wa Jal will ask you about it, إِنَّ السَّمْعَ وَالْبَطَرَ wal كُلُّ أُولَئِكَ سَانَ Yes, your ears, your eyes, what you do with them, how you use them, you will most certainly be asked about them on the day of Qiyamah. Think about that before you continue to look. Think about that before you continue to stare. There are a lot of temptations, especially for many of the youth who are not yet married. There's a lot of temptation even for those of us who are married. Because shaitan is not content Even the youth and very often. We should look away immediately. Turn your eyes away. Turn to Allah Azza wa Jal beg of His forgiveness. Ask Allah Azza wa Jal to protect us, to help us to be strong, not to continue looking. Because let's face it, sometimes the temptation is very great indeed. This is when Iman comes. I cannot tell you that you have to walk around with blinders on. It's not practical, it's not going to happen. But I can tell you something, that the best veil that you can have is that known as at-taqwa, fear of Allah, being conscious and being aware that Allah is ever watchful over you. Just like, actually, I shouldn't say just like, but we draw a comparison only for the sake of making it more clear in our eyes. Here where we are, there are many laws that we abide by, especially in public. We abide by those laws because we know that there may be some law-enforcement people around. And so if we were to break a certain law, then they would catch us, they would fine us, they will penalize us. Correct? So because we are aware of of those consequences, we abide by those laws. Honestly, if you look, nobody's going to come and write you a ticket. If you look, no one's going to come and fla- smack you in the face unless you have a really good Muslim friend. He may do that for you. And you should thank him. <laughs> Don't get him back. No, generally, nobody's going to do anything to you here in this world. However, you are scared of that law enforcement officer who may or may not be there. What about Allah Azza wa Jal? And you know for certain Without any Without even an iota of doubt You know that Allah Azza wa Jal is watching You know that He is having this recorded And you will have to answer for it What about then? Are you going to continue to look? This is the kind of feeling that we should have And that is what will assist us most In turning away Looking away don't worry about what the people think. That they think you're queer or you think, they think that you're anti-social whatever it may be. Don't worry about that. Worry about what is between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't take the matter lightly because us not controlling what we look at, believe me, there are evil consequences both in this world as well as the hereafter. How many individuals come with family problems? And as we discussed, we find that he lost interest in his wife or she lost interest in her husband because they see too much else outside. So now, he's overweight. You know, he's not muscular like the guy that he out on the beach. With those rippling muscles on the stomach. And so on and so forth. It happened. Believe me, it happened. I hear it all too often. Her teeth are not as, as white as the teeth of that cashier that I go to every week when I go to buy milk. He's buying a lot more than milk. So, thank you, be careful. Allah Azza wa Jal will hold you accountable for all of these things. There are evil consequences both in this world as well as the hereafter. Those of us who have children, I emphasize that you should be the best example for your children, number one. And secondly, make sure that you train your children. You talk to them about it, especially our youth. Those who have reached the age of 12 and 13, Remember that they are exposed to a great deal, especially at school. They have a lot of peer pressure. Explain to them these matters. Don't be shy about these things. This is part of our religion. There's nothing to be shy about. Make it open to them. Give them the proper warning. And then you assist them by not taking them to those places where they will be exposed to all of this. Don't take them to the beach at inappropriate times. Then there are lots of people there And everybody walking around in their bikinis And their little speedos, Right So make sure that you choose the right time Choose the time of day when there are less people there Choose that portion of the beach Where there are not many people And so on and so forth Where there's a will There's a way Make sure that you do this Somebody may say to me what, Are you trying to make my life impossible or Are you trying to make, you know, imprison me And I say to you This is the law of Allah Azza wa Jal and the Prophet sallallahu told us that yes, this world that we are living in now for the believer, it is like a prison. dunya, mu'min wa kafir. This world is for a believer like a prison. And as for the disbeliever, then it is their paradise. All the pleasures that they could possibly attain, that is the disbelievers, they will attain in this world. And the hereafter, there is nothing in it for them except torment except the half of may Allah protect us from it. As for us, we sacrifice a great deal. We do not take part in many things. We do not allow ourselves to take from those temporary pleasures in this world. Why? Because we know that for a fact, if we keep our duty to Allah and we behave in that way, then in the hereafter There is for us that which no eye has ever seen, that which no ear has ever heard of, and that which no mind and no heart could have possibly imagined. What there lies for us in pleasure, what there lies for us in goodness, what there lies for us in in terms of entertainment, in the hereafter, in paradise, we could never imagine. And that will be everlasting, never-ending. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says لَهُمْ فِيهَا مَا يشاءون وَلَدَيْنَا For them, that is for the believers who sacrifice everything in this world who were tough on themselves in this world who did not involve themselves in those temporary pleasures in this world in the hereafter there is for them whatever they desire Whatever they desire No, that is not all and Allah has even more to give us that we could not have possibly imagined. Keep these things in mind and let us be true Muslims. Being a true Muslim has many aspects to it. This is one of them. And believe me, a very important one. If you start training yourself to look away and lower your gaze, Believe me, you will taste the sweetness of faith that you have never tasted before. You will find that your heart is so content. Indeed you will. Believe me, it has been tried and tested by a great many. You try it out and you will see the great benefits that you get. You will notice that you are at ease. You will notice that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you the ability to see much which you were not able to see before. All of that comes. Because of the fact that you keep your duty to him. If you abandon something, if you leave something for the sake of Allah, Allah will most certainly replace it with something better as the Prophet ﷺ said. So I wanted to remind myself first and then the rest of you huh, of this important matter. May Allah grant us the strength and ability to act upon it. Allah ta'ala so Is there any questions or comments? We'll deal with them quickly. How <laughs> you what should we do if people start to harass you by making jokes with you? Yeah. So the brother is saying when we lower our gaze, then perhaps people will joke about us. They will harass us in that way. In other words, verbally. Yeah. Huh? Say, six and stones will break my bones and names will never hurt me. I mean, it doesn't matter yet. For every word that they say to you, anticipate rewards with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala don't abuse them don't speak back to them depending on who they are explain to them why you are doing this and if they continue to laugh and whatever let them who will have the last laugh remember this verse in the Quran that day that is the day of qiyamah the believers they will be laughing at the disbelievers so you will have the last laugh. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Let them say what they want. The Prophet, alayhi leave alone that he was verbally abused. He was physically abused. But he anticipated reward with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He did not deal with them as they dealt with him. He didn't go and throw garbage on them because they threw garbage on him. But rather he had compassion and mercy. He accepted it for the sake of Allah. He continued trying to invite them when they abused him so, so badly. When he went to? a Taif, And he was coming back. If at any time the Prophet, alayhi was you would imagine that he would want them to be destroyed, that would have been the time. He just lost the most beloved and most dear of people to him. The one who was also protecting him, he lost him. So he went to this place where he thought the people would take him in. They would accept him with open arms, but rather... They threw stones at him Rather they threw Thorns on the road They had their children Abuse him alayhi When Jibril alayhi salam Came to him And said to him That listen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has given the order There is the angel Responsible for the mountains If you wish He will cause those mountains To collapse on them They will be destroyed What did the Prophet Alayhi salatu Say Sallallahu alayhi wa He said that no Leave them be they are people who don't know. They are ignorant. Perhaps given a chance. If they are left to continue, then out of them will rise such people who worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you and I have to take lessons from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They mock us. They will laugh at us. They will call us names. They will do all kinds of things. Yesterday. But we patiently persevere. We, we are not doing this for them. We are doing it for the sake of Allah Azza wa We are doing it to protect ourselves. We advise them and we tell them. Perhaps telling them will make them laugh more. Let it be. Turn away from them. Huh? Allah Ta'ala